Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Don't Forget This Podcast. It's Brian along with Jill. Welcome. Back here for another week. <laughs> I did use more of a radio voice on that You one. did. I apologize. No, it's good. I, I like it. apologize, folks. Currently 74 degrees <laughs> under partly sunny skies. Here's Toto. I'm not the rain. Yeah. Speaking of rain. Oh. Yeah, speaking of rain. <laughs> hey, no, uh, you know, uh, we are one week away, seven days away from a very important evening. Yes. Yes. So a week from tonight, which we're recording this on a Tuesday night, Tuesday uh, Tuesday morning, actually, September 18th, uh, a week from today is the start of the next season of This Is Us. <gasps> yep. I didn't even know. I yep. kept seeing ads for um, you can buy the first two seasons on DVD. You right. know, um, right? But, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Next Tuesday. Today? Yes. And I'm out of town. Oh. But you yeah. know, I can. Yeah. I guess I can catch it somehow. Yeah. Can Cancel I? plans with people. And, oh no. Yeah. Is there a hotel you can? <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> barricade yourself in. Oh, um, oh, the, yeah. Next week, oh, this is us. So, thing. yeah. We'll have to uh, we'll have to recap all that. Uh, it's everyone's favorite segment on the Don't Forget This podcast. Our This Is Us recap. <laughs> so look forward to letters. That. We get letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. You write in. You tell us how much that means to you for a show that you may care nothing about. But we're going to take time. But to we recap. love it. Yeah, yeah. So comes back. Uh, Jack is gone, but he's not gone. Not he's, really. He's, I don't think he's ever going to be gone. It's probably all a dream. Yeah, like Dallas. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Jack and his They've perfect done it life. Before. In a, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But it's a big, a big night. We should have, you know, on YouTube, they're full of these reaction videos uh-huh. where um, they have people watch something and they're filming their reaction at the same time. I feel like I should have that one time. I just don't know if I want people to see me in that state. Well, so, you know. Um, yeah. We'll see. Or you it's, could get on Twitter and just it. tweet away yes. during the show. Yes. You know, a lot of cry face that. emojis. Right. And, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see how that works. But next Tuesday, folks, this is your uh, update, your reminder. Set your phones and your DVR and be sure to watch that show. Um, yeah. So we in our area on the east coast of the United States, we've been dealing with all kinds of craziness, all kinds of crazy weather. Wacko. And uh, we've had the hurricane come through and most of North Carolina is underwater right now, um, at least on the eastern part of that. So... Uh, we'll be um, hopefully we'll be able to talk about some ways we can help um, on the East Coast there, and, and people that listen to the podcast maybe mm-hmm. give them a way that they could help and join in with relief efforts on that. But at first we thought the storm was coming right up towards us, uh, and then it started making changes and landed further south, and then took a turn south, but then came back up north, and then we got tornadoes yesterday because of it. Somehow because of yeah, yeah. because of the storm that didn't hit us. Yes. Came back around on the backside. I don't backside. understand that. Yeah, but. yeah. Gave us, gave us kind of, you know, you miss the hand slap up top and you catch it down below. <laughs> That's what the hurricane did. And an outbreak of tornadoes everywhere. I guess we set records. Uh, it was scary. Yeah. It was scary last yeah. night around here. I yeah. don't know. Were you in the basement? No. Do you have a basement? Uh, I, in my house, yeah. yes. Yeah. We were there with two of our children. One of our, our oldest was uh, trapped at, at school? school. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So he was, he was there and... Uh, uh, Mama Bear was uh, crazy. She was not uh, 
not happy about that. <laughs> Understood. I mean, you got to be safe. Right. Um, but you want your people around you. Want you want your people around you at times like that. So, um, and that, yeah. did you, have you seen the, um, somebody got a video of the funnel cloud that mm. was right around Atlee High yeah. School. Yeah. I heard there was one close by. Oh, yeah. It's man. crazy. I know, yeah. I know, scary. Yeah. I down. But we both grew up in the Midwest. Yes. Where, as Tornado Alley is where yeah. we were, yeah. you'd think we'd sort of be used to it, but yeah. you get to be kind of a weather weenie after a while. It, it, yeah, it wears you, wears mm-hmm. you down. And yeah, I remember everybody had a fascination with storms, a really good storm. You could go outside, look down the straight row of our block and see all the parents out on the patio or porch Watch what? It. Yes. Like watching for it, seeing what was going on. My dad would do that. We had downstairs what? in our house, there was this like credenza. People say credenza? I, I don't know. The Davenport. It sounds like a musical term. <laughs> uh, so whatever. The Davenport. Nobody says that. <laughs> whatever that is. I, I'm not even sure. I know what it is. It's like a desk you don't use. I think well, that's Well, the it. Davenport is a sofa. What's a Davenport? Is it? A Davenport oh, is okay. a sofa. All right. So that's not it. That's yeah. not it. We had a, credenza a credenza is a thing. It's a thing with the roll-up top where I think you, know, so. you could roll it up and it had a desk. Either that or it really holes. is a musical term. No, that's yeah. crescendo. Anyway. <laughs> you use a quill to write letters, to pen letters. In your, your little tiny credenza. wire glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had this credenza we never used for a desk. Um, but behind it, we would pull that out, and behind it was a little access door into the crawl space. And so, oh, it's magical. Yeah, when it got when it got serious there uh, in the Midwest, we would pull that out, pull out the door, and then kind of climb right really? inside. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. There, there were a few times. Uh, at least we were by it, just in case. But a few times we had to pull it out and climb inside. And that yeah. that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, but we just had to drag my dad out because he he was up there looking at the storm. You know. <laughs> uh, but I find myself doing that too. I mean, I love I love a good storm. Nobody get hurt, but a good right. solid storm. But yeah, being yeah. out there. I mean, Midwest. what that, that makes no sense. Why why would you want not. to be out in the middle of lightning? And yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things that could clouds. go wrong. Oh, well, I found myself listening last night <clears throat> for the train um because I've been told that a tornado approach sounds like yeah. a train. Yeah. I don't do you know if this is true or not? That's what I hear. People always say you, it. you don't know yeah, that either. I don't, I don't. Finally, we went. I, I went into the basement with the cat, and yeah. we holed up in a, a yeah. little bathroom. The I thing is, we, we have a train right by our house. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it could, it could be it's hard to tell. <laughs> Ah, it's just a train. It's just the 7 o'clock. We were scared. Well, since, like I said, we grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. Tornadoes, they come, they go, it's over with. Hurricanes, on the other hand, you can obsess about for weeks. Yes. And uh, I still am not accustomed to that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just get, I get tired of thinking about them. But I will say my husband... um, is very cautious person, more cautious than I am. Um, but when it comes to uh, hurricanes and football, he is fearless. Yeah. Um, he actually left me one time to, not left me, left me, but um, left and went to Blacksburg to go see a Virginia Tech football game. Yeah. When there was a hurricane approaching. Really? Left his Do wife. Tell. Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Protective. Yeah. Um, he he left me. So there was a hurricane. You remember which one? Uh, that one was, was it Isabel? I mean, it was bad. Yeah. 
it was B-A-D bad. Yeah. He leaves. He goes. Um, but he had tickets. He had tickets to a game. Yeah. In Blacksburg. But he left what his wife. And, and so I said. Well, he only had one ticket. Well, I, <laughs> I spent half the night with the, the dog plastered to my thigh on the couch and the cat, you know, on, on the other thigh. The doors actually blew open. We had double doors, oh, wow. you know, and the storm blew in and. Um, I was calling people and then, you know, of course all the phone lines go down and, um, and it was sad. He could not get home that night because interstates were blocked and our road was blocked. Um, but by golly, he saw that, (laughs) that football game. So the weather, the weather wasn't bad when he left. You know, he thought, but no, the I storm was approaching, and, and he back. knew, and they did play the game. So west, yeah, south and west of us was nothing was happening. Was but he knew the yeah. hurricane was headed for his wife. Yes. Now you tell me, tell me, why you yeah. would leave your wife? I can't alone. imagine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh. what what can you do? What can you say? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so then afterwards, everybody knows the drill. Afterward, he did eventually get home the next day. Yeah. He actually spent the night at our church oh. and ran into a number of other people who were trapped yeah. here in the church. And finally, you know, the next morning, the, the chainsaws go and the trees yeah. and everything. But um, it's it, we were without power for about a week yeah. that time. And, you know, that goes to yep. you. Yeah. you. I, I wrote a little thing. I had a. I chronicled every day. I kept a journal because oh, yeah. you know he was a Mister Hurricane. What hurricane? But anyway, we had no power on Friday. You begin the cleanup of the debris. You get sweaty. You want to shower, but we're on a well, so there's no running water. That means you can't flush either. So you um, need to use the bathroom, but there's no running water. So you go in the woods. I said <laughs> I felt like Ma from Little House on the Prairie. Did you really go things. in the woods? Yeah. Did you? Right behind our house. Well, where else do you wow. go? Well, I, I, did you fill up the bathtubs or? You know, I that time I don't think we yeah, did. Yeah. Ever after. Yeah, we but yeah. we could not flush. <laughs> what? I talked to my mom. So glad. In Indiana, so glad the phones still worked. And on Saturday, of course, the phones went dead. Um, clean up more debris. Get sweating again. Uh, oh, my. I, I accepted an invitation to use a shower of a friend. But, you know, then our cell phones went dead. We returned home to darkness the next day. We went to church with no power. It was awesome. And I said here, notice how people are getting to know each other. Neighbors talk to each other. You know, you're throwing steaks on the grill. Adversity bringing people together in a wonderful spirit of helpfulness and camaraderie. Then on Monday, sick of camaraderie. (laughs) Just went to flush. (laughs) Oh, and you begin inventing stuff. And it, it went on for days. Um, but what we ended up doing, I had my grandmother's, um, oh, what do you call that thing? Chamber pot. Yeah. So in the beginning we'd use, I hope this isn't TMI. No, no, no. For the listeners. This is great. Um, In the beginning I would use, we would use the chamber pot and then we would take it out and, you know, throw it in the woods. Yeah. By the end of the week, (laughs) we use a chamber pot, just throw it out the back window. We didn't (laughs) care. Is that Right. Oh man, it's mob rule out there. <laughs> it was That's nutty. Awesome. I did find myself. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but about the third day, every day when it would get dark, um, I would get very, very sad and yeah. panicked. Yeah. 
um, because, you know, spiral mind. I don't know if you suffer from that or not, but um, I did. And I would get so depressed, and it's that dark. We didn't have a Mm. generator either. Yeah. Um, and so it, the sun would start to go down. I get sadder and sadder. Then, then I'd start to get scared. Yeah. Then I think, what if the power never, ever comes on again? Yeah. Would that ever enter your mind? Uh, I don't know never, that I would spiral ever? to that point. <laughs> <laughs> like never, like the rest of my life ever will be lived with ever. candles and fire. Yeah. 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 You didn't go that far. I, I have not. Yeah. Well, my, my mind, place. when it got dark, yeah. would go there. Yeah. But anyway, I, it was a it was truly a, a fear thing yeah. for me, and it surprised me about myself. After all yeah. the, I don't know, lightheartedness, I was trying to make jokes about this and that. Uh, right. And it just got to me. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the yeah. struggle is real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting watching my children because... Um, one of our children had a bad experience one time uh, with a storm uh, at a cousin's house. Actually, and from that point on, they're you know they're acutely aware of mm-hmm. any changes in the weather. They're tracking it on the iPad and all this kind of stuff, you know. Um, and so, uh, I mean, they they a storm's coming and they start to change. You know, they they pace really? a bit more. They're they're watching the weather. They're checking. They're asking all kinds of questions. They get really talkative. You know, when um, oh, yeah. when they're just uncertain. You know, and so they they and all of them kind of do that. But they get they're real talkative. Uh, one time it cracked me up. Uh, one of my children said, "Yeah, sometimes when I know a big storm's coming." I just, I try to act nicer to everybody. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. And, and thinking maybe if I'm nice, like the storm won't hit us, you know? <laughs> oh, and I didn't laugh at I was trying to, you know, play, play it right, straight. But right. um, inside I'm dying. Kind of laughing, but kind of thinking, wow, sometimes we live our life like that even, you know? Um, yeah. When it comes to things we're afraid of or things we're, you know, we're uncertain of. Um, we kind of revert to this... Uh, this very old pagan, you know, uh, don't make the gods angry <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Uh, we really do. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's funny because I never heard anyone articulate that until one of our children said, yeah. I try to be nice to everybody. Something big's happening. I try to be really nice to everybody. <laughs> Maybe so, it'll pass around so us, you know. <laughs> it only strikes uh, bad people. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So uh, I expect the next storm they'll be out, you know offering chicken sacrifice <laughs> to, to the gods. They'll be oh, dancing to, around a fire yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, chanting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting how it builds, because you can see a, that storm coming from such a long way away and they track it. And then, you know, pretty soon it's all you see and then it's all you talk about. And, and so when it changes course even, you think, oh, Okay, well, you know, it's not a letdown because uh, you're not wanting to experience that, right? But it's like it's there's been such a buildup, right? Um, where everybody's preparing and suddenly needs, you know, water and uh, count chocula cereal, you know, uh, <laughs> all the stuff. And yeah, and uh, but then, but then, thankfully, um, you know, it doesn't hit, and uh, you kind of. Kind of I actually talked to a guy yesterday in a store yeah. who said he was disappointed. He said he, yeah. because he was all prepared. Right. I had ne- I never thought about that. But yeah. he said I had all this water. He said I got I got ten tons of beef jerky just just sitting around in my house now. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard people say disappointed using that word when it comes nutty. to a storm. And I don't know if it's 
you know, you're kind of in that fight or flight. So things are pumping and you're, right. you know, it's this whole kind of buildup that you get, um, before and you know, maybe, um, since I write some and you, you write some, yeah. um, you almost go looking for a good story, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I think yeah. everybody, even if you don't write, you, you, everybody's yeah. looking for a good story to tell at some point. So right. a survival story, what's better than that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's what we were looking for because, and then it, it's like no news. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. And it's out of a need to be prepared, you know, that people talk about it so much. But uh, Weren't you thinking about um, Dorothy and Oz and oh, yeah. all that? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Flying monkeys. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was all, it was all <laughs> raining down on me yesterday. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I have some anxieties about all that. About storms. Uh, yeah. I yeah. had a... Um, when I was 11 years old, there was a... a and it was really, really awful yeah. bad a series of tornadoes around where we mm. lived in Indiana and it did terrible things. Yeah. And um I just remember I was in the bathtub when the warning came and it sounds funny, but I wouldn't get uh, it was on Sunday night, it was Palm Sunday, I wouldn't get in the bathtub on Sunday night for weeks yeah. after that. So yeah. you know I understand a child's Yeah. Uh 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 Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. my mom, her response was not not compassionate. Yeah. You know, I, I was crying yeah. and she said, there's nothing to be gained by crying. Just stop right. it. Right. Thinking, what? <laughs> what? Uh, that's right. <laughs> that was her personality. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Honey, it's not going to make it any less devastating <laughs> by you crying. If we die, we die. That's right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, um, man. Anyway, I was That's very, funny. very afraid. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, what do you do with that? What do you do yeah. with, I don't know, not just fear about the weather, but what, yeah. what, what do you do with it? I mean, her, yeah. her response probably, probably most people's fears need to be acknowledged anyway. Right. But there's, right. there's a lot to be scared of these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and people don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. With their fear. Yeah. So we're looking to you with answers. Yeah. The, the guy with the seminary degree. No, okay, I'm handing no. it over to you. No, all no, yours. No. Oh wow, Look at that. Just, that's a matzo ball there. Uh, uh, Take I it away. I, I agree. There's a lot to be af- afraid of, um, and if we're not aware of it, um, then there's a lot of different outlets to make us aware of it. You know. So like we've said before, there's new like 24 hour news. Um, you know, they want you to keep watching. Um, they want you, so mm-hmm. if you don't know what to be afraid of, they're going to tell you what to be afraid of, and then right. they're going to provide the answer, and you're going to tune into them. Um, and so uh, I think that has a huge part of it, and, and social media plays a part in that right. too. Um, and it usually adds to the fear um, and to the uncertainty, and uh, then you have all these different voices talking, and you don't know who to listen to, right? Or, exactly. Or where, what the right place to go to. Um and there's, I mean, there's just so much of it on, in the world, um, in the in the climate, in um, just in in our little part of the world, you know, um, locally, all the way to internationally. There's there's a lot of uncertainty, and therefore a lot of uh, anxiety, like mm-hmm. collective anxiety that I feel uh, regularly, you know. Um, so I I don't know other than. Um, other than being able to name it uh, and uh, being able to talk about it, you know. Right. Um, well, what, what calms you down? 
I don't know. See, I get, I, I have things that I fear. Um, I probably just don't give voice to them very <laughs> as much, you know. You're such um, a guy. <laughs> I know, I know. I carried internally, and then uh, I, I have some kind of major cardiac event years down the road. Exactly. That's how our family does it. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's. I'm joking, but not. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Other than, you know, I think about the storm yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what brought the most comfort was when, uh, was when my wife finally said, I'm going to the school. They're probably not going to tell me that I can't have my child. Uh, and the school was great about everything. They, they really? did the right thing. They like the right move to keep the children there. I agree with it hundred percent. Um, but, uh, there was a huge level of anxiety and especially in our children fear because one of us was out. Right. And, uh, and that our child would not verbalize it, but we could tell that they weren't settled being out either. And so having us all together in there, mm-hmm. uh, made a huge difference in our ability to cope, you know, huddle up. Yeah. And our ability to move forward, you know, um, and so I think that's part of it too. Mm-hmm. I think without a um, without a core group of people, right? Um, then we get lost, and uh, when we're left to our own fears, we create other things to be afraid of, and it becomes like this little trap, this little prison, uh, where we're isolated and alone, and therefore we we uh, seem overwhelmed. You know, right. um, I was reading in First Kings nineteen about Elijah. And Elijah, the whole story of his life is just, is just wild. Uh, it's just an unusual story of his life, you know. But there's this one part, in, and before you get to chapter 19, I, uh, Elijah has these huge victories, right? So you get the part where um, he has this confrontation with these uh, Baal worshipers and the 450 prophets of Baal against Elijah alone, you know, and how can he win? And, um, and so they're calling on, they create this test for their gods and the Baal worshipers, they call on their guide to, um, to destroy and, and burn up this sacrifice, you know, and, and to show himself and then nothing happens. And so Elijah starts taunting them like, Hey, maybe your God's using the bathroom. Like that's literally one of the ways he taunts them. Maybe your God is relieving himself. Um, so he's just like, he's having a good time. And then that he calls for his people to create the altar and pours water all over it, you know, and the fire comes down and consumes it. Uh, and then, um, then they take the 450 prophets of Baal down to the river and slaughter all of them. Uh, so kind of a, an, an odd story. Um, kind of. Yeah. Where 450 uh, people are murdered on that day. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. We, we're we're going to move forward. Uh, but but anyway, right after that, then there hasn't been rain for all these years. And right after that, um, Elijah's like, hey, get ready because there's rain coming, right? And this little cloud and then this big cloud. And then Ahab the king takes off. But then it says Elijah picked up his cloak and ran ahead of him like like Superman when he's Clark Kent discovering his powers in the old Superman movies, you know, runs ahead of the train. Uh, so he runs ahead of him. Uh, so these amazing things are happening in his life. Like God showed up and we defeated um, our enemies, basically. And then and then the promise of rain is finally here. And so what I said was true. And here comes this rain. And he has this great moment. You flip to the next chapter and it says Ahab speaks to Jezebel, the queen and uh, and she says, I want you to go tell Elijah that uh, you'll be dead just like those prophets by this time tomorrow. 
uh, and Elijah loses his mind. Like he, he really flips out here. Um, he had just seen all these things happening, um, but this thing hit him and there's a, there's a call out for his life and he, he takes off running. Um, there's this interesting story where these angels show up and feed him. Um, and then, uh, he heads to Mount Horeb, the Mount of God, you know? So he climbs up to this mountain and he's up there and, uh, and so he has this moment where, um, where God shows up, you know, and, uh, and the question that God asks him is, uh, what are you doing here? Um, because Elijah went through these amazing experiences, has this moment of fear and decides I'm going to run for it to the mountain. I'm just going to run up the mountain, just me alone on the mountain. And I'm going to hide out there. And Elijah's like, well, of course I'm here because uh, I'm the only prophet left. So it's interesting in his, in his moment of fear where um, in his mind there was no one else. It was just him. And he's all by himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the queen wants him dead. Um, there's nobody. I'm just alone. Um, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Might as well go eat worms kind of thing. And, um, and then it says that there was this great wind it was so strong it broke the rocks, but God wasn't in the wind. And then uh, there was this fire, you know, but God wasn't in the fire. Um, but then there was this this thin silence, you know, this this whisper. And uh, and those other ways were the ways that people expected to hear from God, right? So in those moments of uncertainty, God shows up in the mountain with Moses, and there's wind, and there's fire, and there's these trumpets, and um, you know, people can't even stand to hear God speak. But when Elijah's up there, God wasn't in those things. But in this moment of fear, he shows up in this different way. And it's like this comforting whisper. Yeah. You know, like I don't have to raise my voice. The still small voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, he asked the question, Elijah, what are you doing here? And, and uh, Elijah said, well, I'm all alone. I'm, uh, I was, I, I'm, I'm isolated. I'm forgotten. Um, all these bad things are about to happen to me. I'll be dead by this time tomorrow. And then... Um, God tells him, well, I want you to go down because I want you to anoint this person, um, Elisha, who's going to take your place. And I want you to anoint this person. um, And then I'm going to show you that there are thousands of people who still are faithful to me um, that you don't even know about. Uh, And so God's answer wasn't, well... Here's, here's what's going to happen. Here's all the next steps. Here's everything you need to know so you're secure and in control. God's answer is, well, you're all by yourself. You know, like you're up on this mountain in a cave. Uh, you're all by yourself. Of course, it looks impossible. Um, so my answer to you is go down this mountain. And he, I'm going to show you all these people that are with you. Awesome. Right. That you're not alone. Um, and so that's not like the, the, the tell-all, be-all of mm-hmm. how to conquer fear. But I think it's an important part. Um, right. Who are you connected with um, so that you can voice these fears uh, and you can see, oh, wait, you're not the only one left. Like, you're not the only one alone. You're not the only one concerned. Um, that's why these these communities of people, communities of faith, um, where people can gather together um, and they can give voice to their fear uh, and they can have it validated right. um, and, and also see that they're not alone um, and that uh, maybe the, the absolute worst isn't going to happen. Um, and uh, if it does, then I'm, then I've got these people, right? These people around me, um, and this family, we're gonna, 
we're going to hang out in the basement and walk through the storm together, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we can't control all these other parts. Um, but I can resist the urge when I'm afraid to, um, isolate myself from people. Right. Um, and I can lean in the other way and say, I, I need you. <laughs> and, uh, and that's a vulnerable place too, to be able to, to, uh, to surround yourself with people and say, man, I'm just afraid about this. You know, um, the problem is, uh, is if all of our information, all of our growth, all of our development, uh, and even discipleship is happening because of cable news, mm-hmm. um, we're still isolated, but now we're just being discipled in fear. Um, and, uh, and so there's gotta be a, another way around that. Um, I'm afraid that more and more people are being discipled by, by, uh, our, our social media and our, uh, cable, um, than we are in communities of loving, uh, people who are also seeking another way. Right. right? Um, and that's, that's dangerous. I mean, that's a dangerous place to be. Um, I think it's a call to faith communities to begin to speak on some of these issues, mm-hmm. you know, um, and to offer guidance, to offer example of scripture or history and tradition and experience, to bring all those to the table and say, here's a way forward in this. Um, whatever the issue is, uh, to, to not be afraid right. um, to, uh, to begin to speak into that. Um, that's scary. That's a scary thing. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and maybe maybe we don't address the real issues mm. in our faith communities enough. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that we can just—it's so easy to gloss over it and say, "Well, yeah, God is with you, no right. matter what." But we don't really talk about no matter what, right? You know, right? Yeah. Or we feel like we gotta have all the answers. Yeah, and yeah. we we can't leave without an answer. And so if we if, if we feel like there are no answers, and I, you're right, some people just don't voice their fears. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking about social media and how um, what you're saying rings so true about how people just crave uh, the comfort of, of being together because how yeah. many pictures did you see of people, selfies of people huddled in their bathrooms, yeah. you know, yeah. and it makes you feel good to know, Oh, somebody else is saying, this is freaky. Yeah. This is freaky. Yeah. This is, um, Wild and crazy. Yeah. I do know, too, that um, in addition to that, if if I can just get away for just, just a minute and ask God to bring my mind back out of spiral, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that helps me a lot. Just stop yeah. doing, 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 and, and just ask him for his perspective. It doesn't necessarily make me unafraid yeah but uh but it always brings me back around a little bit yeah so i don't know that living in it helps you live in the moment a little more uh because whenever there's fear we look back and say why couldn't it be like that right or we look forward and say oh who knows it's it's going to be this um, awful mess right i mean there's right right um and uh but being able to stop like that kind of brings you back and says, okay, right now, this is where I'm at, right? This is where life is happening right now. Um, and uh, kind of breaks that breaks that uh, power that makes you either want to run back 
or fear what's coming, you know, yeah. and, and you kind of say, okay, where am, where am I at here? You know, um, doesn't make it any less, you know, I was going to say it's a challenge no matter yeah, what, yeah, yeah. but, yeah. but yeah, I think you're right. I, I think, I don't know, just, just knowing where you can find some, some comfort yeah. and some community and yeah. I don't know, God that can, it, and it does sound like a Christian cliche sometimes when you think, oh, well, you know, God can make good out of it, but I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Yeah. So many times out of, out of the worst situations that not that the situation was good or that you would desire it to happen again, but I've seen things that I could not have imagined or concocted, um, good, wonderful come out of things that were just really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So true you you know what all this reminds me of yeah um and that is i don't know if you saw um a, a video that's been do i spend too much time on social media oh no 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 it doesn't <laughs> you know, isolating like myself no. <laughs> you're fine you're fine you know everybody's scrolling uh, uh, to uh, find community yeah uh, yeah um but it this this video clip i thought this is so funny and it reminds me of how we are it was the newscaster, the weathercaster, um, and he was, it was like the wind was about to blow him over. He was struggling, 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 struggling. Yeah. The wind was blowing, and you see two guys walking in the background yeah. like it's like it's a Skipping. sunny day. That's right. I said, all right, uh, that's God walking in the background, being so calm, and here's us. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Here we are, unnecessarily uh, yeah, in a yeah. a convulsive panic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It yeah, just yeah. reminded me no, of that. That's a perfect picture. That's a perfect <laughs> just picture. walking in the background, looking, thinking, "What? Yeah, Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Come on now." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's no, that good. is my parting thought no, on this, that's perfect. this topic. No, that's a perfect way to close it out. That's a perfect uh, way to close it out. So very good, very good. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't forget, don't forget this, um, that you're, uh, whatever it is that's the fear in your life, um, that you're not alone, um, and there's other people. That's why the Me Too thing is so powerful, uh, because there's not, there's few things that are as powerful as the words Me Too, right, right? Uh, to somebody who is isolated and and fearful and afraid of what's coming, um, to have somebody else at least say, I get you. Right. But, uh, I'm here. Um, right. Those, those, those are powerful words to say to somebody. Um, so we need to be that and, and we need to seek that out. Um, and, uh, yeah. So gather your people and then, then go look for somebody who doesn't yeah. have people. Yeah. Go That's look for the saying. one who's fighting the storm and losing their footing. <laughs> those right. guys should have walked by and just said, you're right, man. Dude. <laughs> You all right? Yeah. We're throwing Frisbee over here. You want to come play? Oh, man. Fantastic. Well, very good. Well, thank you. That was was good. Thank you. Good deal. Well, good to be with you all. Uh, I hope you're doing well and uh, looking forward to um, this next season here of the Don't Forget This Podcast. And uh, we'll keep you updated on all the goings on. I know you got a lot of traveling here uh, I do. coming up. Yes. Um, so uh, enjoy that. Okay. Enjoy that. That'll be fun. Good. Yeah. Reports Good. in the road. Sure. That's right. That's right. On location. You can dial in. Uh, yeah. You can do that. Oh, that'd be fun. We could totally do that. 
All right. All right. We'll set that up. Good. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to uh, like and share and all that stuff. You know, yes. already know what to do. Do all the social media things, right? And wherever you are, whether you're uh, penning a cable from your uh, Davenport or – no. Well, yeah, yeah, Davenport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or uh, <laughs> I, I got to work on my old-timey stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm, out of, I'm out of practice. Anyway, wherever you are, have a great day, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.